Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I tell you what, I hope that your heart and spirit has been uh, uh, convicted, as intrigued, as piqued, uh, as curious as mine has been uh, through the years. And just what Jesus says here in Matthew 24 and 25 and the comparable passages in Mark and in Luke. Uh, these are profound, profound things, particularly for the time in which we live in. has been for the last 2,000 years, there's no doubt, but particularly for now. Uh, we would do well to just keep continuously immerse ourselves in these passages. We're at the point right here at the end of the 24th chapter where Jesus is given example after example. He's told the disciples about what's going to be coming, and he's telling them and he's telling us to be on the alert, to be on guard. And then he gives examples. He gave the example about, uh, as in the days of Noah, he gave the example about two men working in the field. One would be taken away, one would be left. Uh, he's given some examples about uh, if a, a thief broke in a house, that type of thing that you'd be prepared. And as a matter of fact, we're going to look at that right now in Matthew, another version of that. But, folks, we must be ready. We must be on the alert because we do not know the day nor the hour. Jesus himself says that, point blank. So here's Matthew 24, beginning with verse 42. We're going to finish this chapter today. He says this, Lord Jesus, therefore, which means in light of everything I've said right here, therefore, be on the alert, for you do not know which day your Lord is coming. So be on the alert. Don't be entrapped with what we saw in the previous episode that uh, Luke talked about, Mark talked about, but particularly Luke, with the cares and the concerns of the world. Don't be distracted by that, Okay. Keep on alert. Verse 43 now, Matthew. But be sure of this, Jesus says, that if the head of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. Actually, a couple of little interesting things. Uh, this Jesus is telling a story here, you know, somewhat of a parable, but the, not really. This is just a factual thing. If you know somebody's going to break into your house and they're going to do it at night and you knew what time it was, then you would be ready at that time and would not allow your house to be broken into. Sassy gives us insight that it was okay from Jesus' perspective for a little Christian defense right here to defend your house, to defend your family, <laughs> all right? Sort of undercut some passivism that's going on through thousands of years. But he says, you would have known this. Then he says in verse 44, <coughs> excuse me, for this reason also you must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. Now that is sort of interesting. The Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will be coming. You know, what did Luke said? Luke said, when you see these things happening, lift up your head, your redemption draweth nigh. So what is going to be going on to where we that we're thinking that he won't be coming? For the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. And, and you know the pendulum swings both ways on this thing. Is it because everything is going to be going so well and everything's going to be so great and so wonderful 
that we as believers think that we've actually ushered in the invisible millennial reign of the Lord. There is that school of thought about. And everything's fine and wonderful, great. Or is it the other swing of the pendulum to where everything is so bad because of the man of lawlessness, because of his great tribulation against Israel, the Jews, and the Christians, that, we're, that we've given up hope that the Lord is coming. You know, which one is this? When you look at everything that's going on, we know what's going to be happening when he's coming. He's told us in Matthew 24 that it actually cuts short the tribulation of that day, which is going to be so bad that if possible, it might even deceive the elect, which it isn't possible. So don't worry about that. Okay. And so I think it's going to be the kind of thing that things are going to be so bad, so bad, so bad. that It's not so much that we're giving up hope, but we're thinking, Lord, are you ever going to come? Are you ever going to come? Are you ever going to come? Verse 45, Jesus continues, Who then is the faithful and sensible slave whom his master put in charge of his household to give them their food at the proper time? So he's given another picture right here of this whole thing. And he says, who is the sensible slave? Who is going to have some sense during this time that the master has put in charge of his household to give them their food at the proper time? This right here is really convicting to those that are in leadership within the body of Christ in various ways, okay? which is really all of us. Verse 46, <clears throat> blessed is that slave whom his, masters find, his master finds so doing when he comes. What's Jesus saying? He said, you're going to be blessed if when the Lord comes <clears throat> that he finds you doing what you're supposed to be doing, Okay. That which you're supposed to be doing within the household, within the body of Christ, within the kingdom of God, to do what they're supposed to be doing, particularly those in leadership that are giving their, them their food at the proper time. There will be some that will have this principle give to hospitality, and they will literally be given food, edible food. There will be others that will be given the food of the truth of the word of God and the spirit of God. And he says, you're going to be blessed if the master finds you doing this when he comes. Verse 47, truly I say to you, that he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But if that evil slave says in his heart, my master is not coming for a long time and begins to beat his fellow slaves and eat and drink with drunkards, the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour when he does not know and will cut him in pieces and assign him a place or his apportionment with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that's the way what we call the 24th chapter ends. So what is Jesus saying? He's saying you need to be on alert. You need to be on guard. You need to be faithful. You need to be doing the work of the master. And if you're doing the work of the master, when he comes, okay, when he comes, if you're doing the work of man, then you will be blessed. Okay, you're going to be blessed. But then Jesus says, if that evil slave says in his heart, so it begs the question, who's the slaves? It's a picture here of the master, the most high God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the most high God, and slaves, the slaves of mankind, that all mankind, that picture. So you have those that are doing the work of the kingdom, and then you have the evil slaves 
that say in the heart, well, you know, God's not real if he is real. He's not coming anytime soon. So I can just do what I want to. I can do what I want to the fellow men. I can eat. I can drink. I can do anything I want to just be drunk and carry on my life because there's no sense of expectation of having to pay anything to the most high God. And if I do, I'll have plenty of time to address the issue. This is not true. Okay. You say, well, those are unbelievers. Oh, yeah, they're unbelievers. There's also people that are religious and in the church that are unbelievers that live and act this way. There's people that are in the church that may not live out the evil quite to this degree right here, but they're not saved. They're going to have the same outcome. What was the outcome? The master is going to come back. back. He's going to cut them into pieces. Cut them into pieces and sign them a place with the hypocrites. And in that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Well, where's the place that has weeping and gnashing of teeth? You have the lake of fire for all eternity where hypocrites are. It's a very, very vivid picture of what the outcome is. So be forewarned. Be aware. The Lord told us, be on the alert. Be on guard. Be doing the work of the good slave. Doing what the Lord has called you to do within his kingdom. And trust him for the timing of everything when he returns, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you later.